deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Hello and welcome to True Romance. This is Carolina Barlow. This is Devin Leary. Devin, tell me about the item in your lap. By the way, this is not a sponsored post. This is this isn't a sponsored post, and I haven't even tried this product yet. But the story goes like this: I was on Snapchat, so Uh-oh. I used to use Snapchat all the time. It was a big snaphead, as they say. But now I don't use it because it's gone out of trend for people our age, for Gen Z. From what I understand, it's still a thing. But I still use Snapchat exclusively to interact with my two best friends from college, Ani Santori, who I also have a group text with. But for some reason, we also have a Snapchat chat where we send pictures. And then my friend Anto, who sends me impressions on Snapchat. Um, And so Tori sends us a selfie and my friend Ani's chats is that a blanket or a hoodie that you're wearing or what is that that you're wearing and tori says it's both okay meaning both a blanket and a hoodie so obviously my interest is peaked my interest is is honestly blazing at this point i love to be cozy so fucking much i love to have a blanket i will live under a blanket forever in some capacity I can't watch TV without a blanket. No. And it's really progressed in quarantine. Like in, in the beginning of quarantine, I was like, oh, I guess I'll start like working from the couch. Like that's kind of weird, but I'm working from the couch, uh, whatever. And I'm like, oh, I'm a couch potato. I'm working from the couch. Now, a year later, I have a full bedspread on the couch that I work from. And I have like eight pillows. Bed sores. Some, 
some are couch pillows, some are bed pillows that I've taken to the couch. And so um, I, I invested in this and this is the comfy. So it's basically a giant, it's basically like a blanket with sleeves and a hood. It's also cheetah print. It's cheetah print and it's got a little pocket where you can put stuff. This is so called- basically, yeah. this is my work uniform, I think, for the next who knows how long. And by the way, no, I don't have a normal, like a job, as people say, refer to it. So uh, work uniform is a generous term, but this is what I'll wear to my computer every day. It looks like something that people dress up their sleepy babies in. That's what I want. I want to be cocooned like a baby. But also there was a phase when I went to work when I was really depressed uh, many years ago and I was like going I was trying new antidepressants and I literally wore like thinking back it's insane the extent to which the clothes I wore to work were pajamas like I cannot believe that I attended work in actual pajamas and like would just brush my teeth and not brush my hair and go to work it was shocking I remember once going to work I'd been up late the night before and I just think it's so funny that like men don't know how to, s- men will tell you you look bad in such a specific way but without even thinking like, oh, she looks like shit. Like I remember going to work once and looking at me being like, oh, are you sick? And I was like, <laughs> ah, what? No. Like, are you okay? You look sick. And I hadn't worn makeup that day. And I was like, noted. <laughs> Are you sick is so offensive. It's the I thought you were going to say, are you tired? Because that's the usual oh. thing. Like, oh, my God, you look tired. And it's like, OK, literally go fuck yourself. There's- you know who looks tired? Jared Leto. And he's a red carpet celebrity. How is that fair? <laughs> I can't believe there are still men saying, are you tired? It's there so are. crazy. It's so crazy. Or you look really tired. I remember this one guy who like completely fucked up my mom's car and was just like a terrible human being to me in general. Whenever I told people everything he did, I would also add that once we were at a party together and when I was leaving, he said, Carolina, you look really tired. And out of all the things, like literally like destroying my mom's car, like owing me money, blah, blah, blah. When I got to that part of the store, people would be like, oh, I hate him. And I was like, yeah. It's just a marker of a bad pe- person. It's so bad. I... Just don't ever comment on anything. Like, mm-hmm. it, literally, if a woman has something on her face, just leave it for another woman to tell her. Because a male telling you that is, like, so scary and <laughs> abrasive. I don't know why. It's like, just don't tell me that. I would rather have, um, like, a giant piece of cake stuck to my cheek and have <laughs> Carolina tell me than... Oh, man. I'd be like, Devin, there's a piece of cake growing out of your cheek. (laughs) How are you doing, Carol? Our friend Hannah told me something that changed my life forever, which was never comment on the way a woman looks. Listen, I still tell my friends when they look amazing, but as someone who recovered from an eating disorder, I understand the delicacy of telling a girl she looks good if she lost weight because that's sometimes a very bad thing. Telling mm-hmm. a girl she looks good when you're sick. Someone telling you you look good can distort your perception entirely. Someone telling you that you're worried about you can seem like a compliment and feed your disorder. 
This sounds really dark, but basically it just got me to thinking like how much dialogue period, not even good, bad or negative or toxic, whatever, just how much dialogue goes around what women look like in general. And I feel Mm -hmm. like some things, sometimes I've rejected wanting to look anyway and I've just put my hair up and not put makeup on because I just like hate the dialogue. I hate trying. I just hate it. I just hate it. I hate thinking about how I look all the time. And I think the most masculine part of me or the part of me that likes to relax into masculinity sometimes is the part that just doesn't care. Like, I don't want to think about how I fucking look right now. I just want to get on with my day. I know. That on the flip side of that, I've had about a year of that. <laughs> and I'm really... <laughs> I, I one bet, year? <laughs> a, hmm. Almost coming up on one year. And another thing is, is that I'm getting really excited about potentially getting a vaccine in the nearish future in 2021 Mm -hmm. hopefully getting a vaccine if you're listening to this hopefully you'll be getting a vaccine too it's very exciting this medical breakthrough i want to be excited about that and i haven't let myself get excited about socializing or dating in the future because i just never saw it being like healthy and now i'm actually getting excited about like the thought of putting tights on putting lipstick on, putting eye makeup on, putting contacts in. I haven't put contacts in in a year because who cares? I'll just wear glasses. Doing my hair and going out to a party that might not be that fun, but getting ready is the fun part because it's full of hope and what ifs and will I meet? And I guess this is the first time where I've gotten kind of excited about dating, period. And I'm saying that for people who don't feel that way right now, I never thought I would feel that way again. Hold on to that excitement as long as you can, because you know that they will try to stamp it out. The the hipster men of Los Angeles will try to stamp that out of you as much as they can. Okay, so I have a couple things to say about this. One, we need this because I don't have the option to date right now since I'm currently in a relationship or whatever. So exactly. <laughs> but I'm saying we need your date stories because I remember when I was dating just always thinking like I I couldn't wait to get to work the next day to like tell my friends the weird date story that I had or like I don't know it's just like such a fun thing to talk about even though most of the time when I was telling the stories, it ended with me like crying and being like, man, I'm never going to meet anyone. And it's like, I'm just fucking sick of it. But I know. now I look back and I'm like, that was so fun. You're like these hysterical <laughs> date stories. I mean, like, mm, I'm not remembering them like that. But <laughs> I didn't at the time. I didn't see what was funny. Now I do. Okay. So that's my first point. And my second point is, do tights hurt your stomach? Because they yeah. always hurt my stomach. Tights have fucked me up so much. First of all, I'm a big Spanx girl. I, I'm I'm very impressed by the creator of Spanx. She did something that we all, we, we just didn't have the foresight to think, oh, that feeling that I like where like my stomach feels flat because forces of gravity and spandex are forcing it, my organs back up into my chest. No, that, that hurts. That is a business idea. And but it hurts. Yeah, it feels like shit. It also messes up with your digestion. But I'm also, I'm um what we call an extra tire weight carrier, meaning that where I gain weight and lose weight is um in the spare tire around my middle midsection, which I'm totally fine with. Love my stomach, love my belly. Um, but I Spanx helped me um in terms of like contouring a dress. 
like the Kardashians contour the face. That's what Spanx have done for me, given me a whole new um, body and uh, face transplant. I, at times, used to wear two sets of Spanx, one on top of the other, and that'll really make your gastrointestinal issues flare up for like a week. Yeah, I literally have worn tights and been like, am I sick? Like I feel like like someone asked you <laughs> because you looked tired, like, am I sick? Um, I have literally left a wedding to go back to my room, taken off tights and come back to the wedding to like relax. And the feeling yeah. of letting your stomach out and your stomach does yes. something... I think it's because you have like more gas because basically, and I just recently read about this while I was wearing tight jeans and wondering why you get bloated after wearing tight jeans. So you're, yes. you can't like digest stuff if your pants are really tight. You can't digest what? it properly. You can't like, like basically let's think about it this way. Air goes down. You're supposed to release it through your butthole, but <laughs> since it can't go down past your belly button because of these tight Spanx or pants, it just goes and goes up. <gasps> So your stomach blows up with air and that's true romance. That's, you know, what I wanted to get on this pod and talk about. And until wait. I do have date stories, I have more stories about gastrointestinal issues. Bloating. But wait, so how are you feeling about like readiness to date? I am feeling ready, ready, ready. I feel and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm feeling like ready to like go through like a slut phase again. Like, you know, mm -hmm. those couple of phases you go through and like some of them are negative, like everyone's had growing pains in that area, but some of them are really positive when you've like, you know, the summer before college, I was like hooking up with random guys. I was having so much fun. Um, I wasn't, I think the slut phase is fun when you have no interest in dating, like as having a serious relationship. Yeah. And you're like your aim is to go out and have fun. It's not to meet someone. And it's a blurry line. Like those, you can kind of think that you're going to go out for fun and then you end up realizing afterwards that you really want to meet someone. Mm -hmm. Or you could be <laughs> dating someone realizing that you just made an accidental detour on what should have just been a slut face. I think about men so much when I'm in a relationship. I think about my partner so much. And I think I want the fun of dating without the um, headspace aspect to it. Some of the top three best things about like being newly single after a long term relationship is um, one, as I've said before, not having to confer with someone about dinner and just ordering mm. whatever the fuck you want yes. for dinner eating whatever the fuck you want and not having to be like, so what do you think we should, do you think we should order in? Do you think we should cook? What do you feel like? What do you feel like? What do you feel like? I don't know. What about you? Up to you. You decide. Um, you don't have to do that. Two, you don't have to confer with anyone on plans, such as when I moved to LA for a job, I wasn't like, okay, but I have to talk to like right. so-and-so about this. My literal only like concern about that was that I was like, wait, I have like crushes I remember saying to someone like I have crushes in New York and like I don't know if I'll have crushes in LA and like I really want to pursue these crushes in New York but I'm not going to give up a job opportunity for crushes right um, <laughs> right like what do you think and my therapist was like I think you need help and I can't even give it to you no um and then three is like leaving or staying is totally up to you so like when you go out, like I remember being like, oh yeah, like I can like stay out as late as I want or go home as late as I want. I don't have to like tell someone when I'm going to get home. 
You're I not sharing your time with anyone. Yeah. Some of my best hookups have been with guys that I knew that I would never like, yeah. like as a boyfriend or anything. But we would have so much fun because there was no pressure on it. And there was also no pressure on, um, how do I say this? Like our interests aligning at all. So I wasn't, when he was talking, I wasn't trying to be like, oh my God, totally. Like I do this. I was just like, right. I am a tourist in your life and you and mine, my friend. <laughs> like we do not need to be aligned in any way except right. sexually. And I um, saw his picture at the Capitol recently. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> he, okay. So <laughs> I don't know if I'll keep this in the pod. No, it's this guy who met in high school. He was like 90 pounds to my like 150 when we met. Like he was just like a skinny little like punk kid. And we would, I knew him for years. We see each other party. I think we like kissed a couple of times. And then one night we hooked up and it was incredible. Like I, it was unbelievable. And to the point where both of us were like, wow, that was awesome. And we just stayed in touch because it was like, I, and he was this kid who uh, we called him metal because he was a raver. By the way, if I if I was at a rave, I would walk in, scream, and walk out. <laughs> like, there is no way I belong in that crowd whatsoever. But he was this really nice kid. Next time I see him, he has like he's like bulky and he's like covered in tattoos. He used to have a few. Now he's like covered, he's like a chest piece and stuff. He looks amazing. He looks so hot that I'm like breathless. Like wait, who are you? And so every time we see each other, it becomes the longest relationship I'd ever had. We saw each other on and off for three years. We knew we were never going to date, but we just had so much fun together. And every time I saw him, he got progressively like musclier. Like he was to the point where this like old, like raver, 90 pound, like druggy kid slowly became a professional bodybuilder. No. And it went from, like, tattoos on, like, arms, chest, hands to, like, neck, head, face. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did not see him, like, through, to, through the end there. But um, we you could call what we did dating, I guess. But my point is, like, all of that was really fun. It was, like, good memories. We didn't have any bad times because we weren't committed at all. And I was never like, you guys, I'm worried, like, he right. wants to get another tattoo this time on the, like, I was just like, you, I No overanalyzing. Nothing. My time yeah. is my time. And when you're with someone like that, you can make boundaries that are really clear, meaning, like, I'm not going to pick up. He's calling right now, but I don't want to hang out tonight. And vice versa. So... Right. This is all to say that, like, I guess I thought as I was getting older, I'm like going to be I was going to say I'm going to be in my 30s. I'm actively in my 30s as a 30 year old. I felt like those days were over. But if Sex in the City has taught me anything, I don't think it has. But <laughs> it's shown me that you can have these like phases and that I'm not like supposed to be married or supposed to be like a mother with children or anything that like I can still have fun dating, which um, it's empowering and it also you know as someone who's having eating disorder my old mental place used to be in like okay so now i have to get like really 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 thin and like fit and all this stuff and like that's no longer my goal like when i work out i only work out like 30 minutes a day at the most like a few times a week kind of um but it's more to like just feel in my body and not like disassociated from it mm-hmm. and because like it's 
for anyone who's having self-esteem issues, like yoga, like literally improves as you could probably attest to right now, Devin, your body image. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's scientific studies that you feel sexier after you do yoga. So I'm more doing it to get back into my body rather than for some kind of like approval ratings. Cause again, like dating for myself rather than for some outward approval just gives me more license to, I also just came from doing a yoga class. So that's why I'm so pumped about this. Okay. So since you brought up scientific studies that prove something makes you feel sexier, I'm actually working on a scientific study on whether the comfy um, makes you feel sexier. And I am going to find that out when I put it on later. But I feel like it will because it's like, listen, you maybe, yes, it covers up every inch of your body and it looks like a giant fleece sack. At the same time, that is exciting. It's like what's under there. And also, I want to say that another thing that proves that you don't have to do anything by a certain time in life is that Teresa Giudici, Real Housewives of New Jersey, competed at a, in a bodybuilding competition after having four kids and after having one husband go to prison and then after going to prison herself and then having her husband deported. She went through so many life phases before she was a bodybuilder. And I think that's amazing. And also watching True Life, I'm a Bodybuilder, when I was like 10 years old in Connecticut was one of the first experiences I had where I was like, oh, the the world is really weird. Like the world is fucked up. Like I have this town and I, I, I live in this town and I go to school and that's pretty much what I know about the world besides the Sims and my dolls. And here I see that there's this whole world out there where people, grown men shave their butts. <laughs> And they spray tan themselves. And I was like, you know what? I don't know about this place that we call home, Earth, but we'll see. On that note, I cannot wait for you to hear our true romance guest today. She is one of the funniest comics out there, I truly believe. Please stay tuned. Also, can I just say that my mom, when we were recording this interview with our guest, who truly I was like, could not even believe she said yes to be on our pod. But my mom said that she could hear you could hear me laughing like all throughout the house. Okay, so that so, is an indicator you're gonna Santa want to Claus? stay tuned. Not a creature was stirring all through the house. Not even a mouse. Well, actually, there was a creature stirring, and it was me laughing at this interview. So <laughs> I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Please. And peace be with you. We'll be right back. I want you. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander, with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer, check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com, that's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic. 
treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. And we're back with True Romance. So, True Romance listeners, we have a very exciting guest today, and you're welcome ahead of time. Our guest is a comedian who you may know from the comedy lineup on Netflix, Black Monday on Showtime. Showtime, people! It's a big deal. Central Park on Apple TV+, Plus, which she also writes for, and Late Night with Seth Meyers. She has toured with Chris Rock and Amy Schumer, and she was named one of the 50 most funny people in Brooklyn, and her comedy album... Black and Mild is available on all major streaming networks. Please welcome Janelle, Janelle James. James. Yay! When people read my bio, I'm like, oh shit. You Who light a that? cigarette? <laughs> me. It's Let a me. really I'm, good bio. I'm like, I know. It needs to be updated because there's more shit on there too. But uh, that's, uh, yeah, that makes me feel good in quarantine. Wow. I did some stuff in the before times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a great, it's a very, uh, it hits all the, Hits all the spots. Premium yeah. cable, streaming. Right. I'm out here. Spotify. <laughs> everywhere. And, How are you uh, doing, Janelle? Uh, you know, I'm inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Status inside, inside. Yeah. I uh I moved recently just to have a new wall to look at. And so that's oh, nice. been cool. I'm wondering what I'm gonna do after I finish decorating this place. I'm like deco- trying to decorate it. I want it to be lived in, but also it's giving me a project. You know what yeah. I mean? So I'm trying yeah. to do Stuff to order online. So I was like, what am I going to do when I'm done? Like, it's over. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to move, I'm gonna move again, I guess. But uh, yeah, I'm all right as well as can be. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for joining. Janelle, I was uh, creeping through your Instagram last night and... You do this thing (laughs) called hashtag short story time where you do like little pieces of writing. (laughs) 
<laughs> and one of them, I swear to God, like lowered my blood pressure. And can I can I read it to you? Because it's just oh, sure, like sure. so beautiful. So it's like a pre-pandemic poem. Like if you want to just relax and remember how good things used to be. Um, Janelle writes, I pull my low rise jeans lower and the sides of my thong higher as my too old for me boyfriend pulls up over in his champagne colored Honda Accord. I look back at my friend like, that's right, bitch, as I slide into the car. Country grammar blares from the radio, and he turns it down before handing me a backwood rolled blunt. What's up, he asks us to take a hit. And as the smoke slowly rolls from my lips, I say, Nick Cannon is beefing with Eminem. That's how good life used to be. That was news. That was news. Now, now I remember that. I totally forgot that I wrote that, but... I think that was like maybe two years ago. Nick Cannon was beefing with Eminem and it totally took me back to the 90s. Like I was just oh like, wow, this is like a blast from the past that they're they're beefing again in 20, I guess, 2019. And so <laughs> that's I where that story came from. <laughs> being in New York in, in 2011 and one yeah. of like my like hype up songs on the subway was listening to The Warning, which was Eminem's yes. revenge song at Mark <laughs> Which was so good that I was like, <laughs> oh man, me. I saw Eminem at Bonnaroo in 2018. I think I was so hyped. Like I went in like, whatever, this is going to be. All-. And he came out and I almost lost my shit. So, yeah, it's uh, no, uh, no shame. Yeah, he is so obsessed with her, though. Like, I love Eminem, but he is so obsessed with Mariah. Like he has held on to this beat for is. so long. He is. Which I can't blame him for. I mean, I'm obsessed with who who isn't obsessed with Mariah. I know. And we all got things three are little like, lambs. she is one of the few uh divas that's allowed to be a diva. Like whatever yeah. crazy shit I hear about her, I'm like, whatever, that's Mariah. It she doesn't matter. Like, she can sing yeah. like a dolphin. She can talk to dolphins. Yeah. She can have a pet dolphin. I'm like, she's Mariah, of course. Like yeah. and I know she's like an hour and a, she's literally ninety mi- minutes late to every concert and all of nobody her fans cares. Are like okay, that's yeah, fine. That's what she does. You know <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's the kind of uh, yeah power power exactly, and that's why he's obsessed. Yeah, you know, had Damn. to dye his hair brown to go in the hiding because she dumped him. <laughs> yeah. I, who doesn't want an ex talking about you ten years later? Jesus Christ! I know. That, <laughs> yeah, I always imagine that they're still like saying she's the one that got away or something. And well, he had really a diss song, and actually, I just heard this recently. I mean, I don't know what time is. This might have been three years ago, but I'm saying everything is recently now. <laughs> I have it was no like two idea. days ago. <laughs> it might have been. Who knows? But I went on YouTube, and he does have like a really brutal diss song uh, against her that I had never heard. And it's like, oh, you're really in your feelings. He's like giving out details and stuff. It's like, dude. Yeah. You were in love. Like, just say that. He's Stan. He's Stan. Yeah. The (laughs) fact that you even remember all this stuff and are still talking about it. Like, this is not a good look. You're not hurting her. You you look nuts. You know what I mean? So. (laughs) You're not okay. Yeah. Power. Power, like we said. I have to say, uh, Janelle, your podcast, You and Danger Girl, is... An incredible discovery. Um, Thank you. It's so amazing. You talk to you, a lot of listeners are, I mean, we get listener questions too, but 
listeners and you say it on the pod want to tell you everything. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what that it is. is. It really, people are writing in being like, okay, so. <laughs> Sometimes it's like a two-parter. You're like, okay, this is the first part. And then, and I'm right. like, wait, there's You thought more? I was done. Yeah. It's more. <laughs> So it was I you you do a lot on red flags in your pod and mm-hmm. I thought the red flags were going to be stuff like he's a picky eater or mm. he's rude to waiters. No. But it nope. was straight up like he's addicted to granny porn and works at nursing homes. <laughs> Is that a red flag? And I was like, I mean, we're going to really expand Depends the definition. That's what you are, I guess. <laughs> but also, you know, red flags are it's not only Right away, some of these things you discover when you're already in it. You know what I mean? To give them some credit. It's not like people are opening up their conversation, you know, first day conversation like, hey, I'm in the granny porn. Like these are (laughs) I feel like that letter in particular, she was kind of snooping and she found it. And thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Exactly. (laughs) Got to explain that to your son and shit. Anyway, (laughs) years later, now you have a kid. Yeah. (sighs) Oh, my God. No, I was thinking also listening to your podcast the the past few years I feel like maybe maybe this is just me because I've only been in serious relationships for the past few years but I feel mm-hmm. like red flags are coming out in a new way since Trump became president because every single day there was like a different type of racism, xenophobia, uh discrimination like anything in the news and so i feel like dating white men at that time it was like you just heard so many opinions that mm. like i was I mean, like oh, that's dating white men at any time it's all I- opinions all the time <laughs> jesus i didn't ask you what you thought about anything dude but anyway yeah no, I, was just like, I was going on dates during like the kavanaugh hearing and it was like within- oh no two seconds Ugh. finding out that someone is a rape apologist is fun. Yeah. Anyway, finding out someone um, was Kavanaugh. <laughs> finding out that Brett uh, was yeah. actually Brett Kavanaugh. No. They take everything so personally because they know they've done fucked up shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like just so adamantly defending a stranger. You're just like, what is wrong with you? What is, yeah, why are you so <laughs> fucking passionate about it? Exactly. So, hit dogs holler as they say. Yeah. No, one guy was like defending Brett Kavanaugh and he was like, I um I have so many friends in college that like this could have happened to like they could have been Brett right that's the problem dude that's terrifying your friends have probably murdered people and where are the bodies like I don't have any friends like that he'll have a daughter and he'll say now that I have a daughter I realize that I've raped or whatever the fuck they say that's the birth announcement yeah (laughs) we're having a girl and as a result i realized that when women are people people, okay just hit me (laughs) anyway i didn't mean to take it there so quickly no it's 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 a thing man i mean dating men at any time of any color is always a yeah it's always a trip what are <laughs> it's fascinating Truly. and it's also like it's a turn off to date men does that make sense yeah totally. like, yes, I, I hate, hate it them. me and my friends talk about how we wish we were lesbians all the time all the and time. i know that's no cakewalk i have lesbian friends who you know you got to deal with that shit too but just to switch it up i wish i could just you know yeah <laughs> it's really like, yeah. new problems maybe i don't know but because you get just tired of that shit 
Well, it's sort of like when you're stressed out about something, you're like, I don't want to go to my boyfriend. Like, I just need to talk to a girl about this. Like, the worst thing is to talk to a guy about this. Yeah. Even my friend, my best friend from college, Anais, always says men are dumb, which is stupid plus dumb, like both stupid and dumb. (laughs) I'm guessing I'm dumb on some things, too. It's just uh, ingrained misogyny sometimes. Oh, no, I mean, like, I don't know anything. This whole, like, GameStop stock market market thing, this, like, stock market scandal that's going on right now, I'm like... I well, don't that's not want... knowing anything. That's not knowing about the stock market, which which is how it was set up to be. It was that's set up true. to keep people yeah, like us. That's true. It's just like not knowing how to do your taxes. It could be so simple, but they don't want us to know. So that's this why it's it confused. And it's boring as fuck. I don't blame anybody for not wanting to know that shit. You know? It's like so, when people tell you to listen, boring. they're like, okay, okay, so concentrate. And I'm like, you lost yeah, me already. <laughs> and then as soon as they start talking and then your bearer bonds, like, please kill yourself. Get out of my face. <laughs> I know. Um, really I'll just stay like, poor forever, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> what are some red flags that you both have chosen to look past at times? Oh, I mean, I've talked about this on my pockets, like mean people, mean guys, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you're just yeah. like, not necessarily mean to 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 me, but just right. outwardly mean. Or uh, I remember I dated this guy and he uh, came visit me in New York. And one of the things I love about New York is, I mean, as it's more corporatized now, but when I first moved there, it was the place where you could be yourself. Like people, you're from a small town and you're uh, gay or a lesbian or you dress weird or you're a club kid or that. You move to New York, you do whatever you want. Nobody gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. And so he would come to visit me in New York and we'd be walking around and he'd be talking about everyone's outfits. Like, what is he? Because he's from a place where everyone dresses the same. You know what I mean? Right, and right. What is he wearing? That's what so is that? What is he? Yeah. And I was just like, dude, why do you care? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so... That was just like, and then, and the, that's a red flag because then it, once they uh, stop doing the act, because if someone is mean to everyone else, it's coming for you eventually is what, you yeah. know what I mean? Yes. They're, they're yes. still being nice to you because they want to get with you and everything. But once it turns to you, then now they're overly critical of everything you do. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so not only, yeah, that was a, a, not only a bad match, but just a bad look on his part that he cared so much first about outward appearance and just having to speak on it all the time. I'm like, who made you the mayor of what people are doing? Like, I am very much a live and let live. I love that that people aren't when they are nonconformist. And yeah. the fact that he, I'm like, what should everyone be wearing that would please you, guy who has the same shoes that everyone else has? You know what I mean? You know? I know. <laughs> like, like, what are you, uh, I know. What's the Project Runway guy or whatever? It was just like, you aren't, he was fashionable, but I'm like, you're fashionable in, in a regular way. You have Jordans and a shirt and a shirt and you know what I mean? Like, shut right, up. There's right. no creativity going into it or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. So that's that so was funny. one. I mean, maybe, yeah. but yeah. that's the one I, I uh, think of right now. Yeah, yeah. We talk a lot about like the guy who's mean about his exes, too, or the person who's mean yeah. about their exes. Like, I, I haven't dated. run into that in a while, but yeah. Yeah. It's always like starts subtle and then you're like wait all of them can't yeah. be terrible but well what i say now is i think they know now but you know because of podcasts or just listening they know now not to do that and i wish right. i always see women saying that like men i mean that's what the internet now is is people telling everybody else what to do but they're saying <laughs> men don't talk about your exes it just shows that and i'm like stop telling them <laughs> 
Let them do that. How we else would you know? The re- yeah, we, we need, need to, to see these red What kind of person they are. Exactly. That yeah. and then the whole therapy scam now where everybody's saying they go to therapy. I don't need to see a receipt. Or they go to therapy and they think they're fixed. You know what I mean? And now they're above you because they went to therapy, but they're still a fucking asshole. I'm like, you're not. Yeah. You know, so they have the language now, which is unfortunate. Exactly, the language, but no fucking behavior. <laughs> I'm like, yes. you know what gaslighting means, but you're still doing you're it. You're still doing it. <laughs> so, if anything, yeah. you're better at it now because you're doing a workaround, some kind of therapy you're learning workaround. How to do it good, yeah. <laughs> Ugh. It's funny because so. I used to, and I think this is just like my bar being raised too, but I used to like really put so much stock because I know what that is. In um, like guys showing up, like I'd be like, show up for me, like show up to things for me, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And it's only now, like my new red flag is when someone like doesn't show up, like not emotionally, but like for instance, when I'm meeting someone's parents, I'm like, mm-hmm. hi, how are you? Question, question, mm-hmm. question. Or when I'm mm-hmm. meeting someone's friends, I'm like, oh my god, so nice to yeah. meet you. Yeah. If mm-hmm. a guy doesn't do that to like my friends, my family, my situation, oh my god, that's happened to me. Yeah. I've- had someone and I told him beforehand like hey this girl that you're meeting we've been friends so long like, exactly she works with me and we're doing a thing and I'm so excited I haven't seen her in a while and he got there and was totally silent like a serial killer and I was like what are you doing and this oh. is a guy who is like known for being charming but he went into this like petulant no one's yes. paying attention to me silence, yes. and he don't know but that was the end of our us you know what yeah. I mean? it took yeah. me like two more months to cut it but I was just like and you know and once I cut it she you know she being my friend she didn't say anything but once I let him she was like that was weird like I had the same thought like why would he why was he acting like that it was so weird (laughs) no it's so true and it's so funny Dev and I talk about this when your friend can see it like you cannot not see it you know like when you start doing like the apologizing for the person like he's just really tired he was actually working this morning and like I wasn't even apologizing but I was just like this dude always fucking talks he never shuts up I don't know what's going on and he's just like oh god this was what he did he started doing this notes app oh my god this was such a psycho but uh, oh no he opened a notes app and he was like jokingly taking notes like Janelle was mean to me at 1035 this is during my and it like showed it to me after like you were mean to me when (gasps) your friend was there or some shit and I was like if you don't get I'm gonna be really fucking mean to you if you don't get that shit out of my face but (laughs) but it was just weirdo he was such a weirdo don't ever date Aquariuses you guys PSA but anyway just just the weirdest motherfuckers on earth they really uh in in uh, inhabit their uh horoscopes or whatever like i never believed that like horoscopes and all that stuff before this person <laughs> i'm writing this down i'm like you're so weird i'm about to read about you how about that <laughs> i need That's... tips or whatever like i need to know yeah. why the fuck you so weird so it's like astrology memes on instagram now i like yeah. look at them just for specific people i'm like oh yeah. can't oh, wait yeah. what exactly. they say about leos yeah <laughs> exactly. i know I always dated Capricorns. So I don't really know what that means, but ah. Devin, what are some red flags that you've had on dates? I mean, it's funny because like I in the past, whenever I've heard people talk about red flags, like this is weird, but I remember I was I was like reading Whitney Cummings book for some reason and she was like, These are the things that are deal breakers for me and I was like, Okay, my boyfriend has every single one of these things. <laughs> like I've always been like when people talk about red flags, I'm like, mm, I don't know. That's pretty much everyone I've ever dated. Um, but 
when I was dating in New York, there was like this these two guys right in a row. One, I guess he had an apartment, but he always was carrying like an overnight bag and he would be like, oh, I'm staying oh. at my friend's house tonight. Uh, I'm actually house sitting tonight. And, you know, sexual. Um, yeah, he was like, I, I do have a place, but it's actually like really far away and it's like it's really small. So I, I just like don't go there that much. And I was like, OK, so I don't think you have a home, yeah. which is fine. But like just classic New York ploy. <laughs> And he was, but the thing was, like, he had, like, really nice clothes and a podcast, but didn't have a home. <laughs> well, Devin, we all know. <laughs> doesn't mean. Which, I mean, no, no judgment there, but. A traveling podcast. He was, like, all about his podcast. <laughs> and he mansplained podcasting to me. Like, at one point, Ugh. I was like, oh, I've always kind of wanted to do that. And he was like, okay, so, like, here's what you do. You are funny. And, like, I think your no. laugh could actually work on a podcast. But the, And I was like, you're fucking Dude, 40, and you don't... I don't know where your home is. Wait, um, he's, he was 40? Yeah, he was 40. Ew. I know. <laughs> and then, so then the next guy I dated was like... Why? You shouldn't starting... even have a backpack anymore unless you're a college professor. Like, he has like a rolly backpack. He's That's move up I to like an attache it. or something. Jesus Christ. Yes. And like that means he's never bag. had any serious relationships because a real girlfriend would have bought him, would have upgraded exactly. his bag situation already. He hadn't had a serious relationship since college he said and he yeah, was like weirdo. another one again yeah. why that's a red flag why didn't i listen to that i don't yeah. know but whatever because but, men, women are programmed to think that we want need a man around we're just all yeah, giving them around giving them all chances for whatever reason they're not really bringing anything to our lives <laughs> and that's why as soon as you get money in a in, in your own career you're just like ah i'm taking a break like every exactly. time <laughs> you're in a, I, I feel like before that you're in negotiations all the time you're like okay yeah, right. i think i can deal with that and we want okay. babies and you yeah. didn't give it to us and you know yeah yeah <laughs> it was hard. but it was anyway that's why explain. yeah you're like who is the least reprehensible to have a kid with that's really what uh <laughs> who is has the least <laughs> amount of things i have to explain to my parents um no, but then can the my next... baby live in a book bag? I don't know. I need to. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, at the time, I was like, I only have like a tiny room with like a full bed, so I was like, I don't really have room for like both he of us. He was like, just upgrade. So you know. <laughs> he was like that. He literally was like that. Um, no, but then the next guy I dated was like starting a startup. Okay, like he was like, Jesus I just quit Christ, my job you walking all in there, all the all the red yes. Bags. And I was like, okay. And then he was like, so I don't really have a place right now. Like I'm staying at this like family home in upstate New York. But, and I was like, why the fuck is this keep happening to me? Like I can't deal and with here's this. the thing that I think that women do that men don't do. You're homeless. You're in between things. Not to shame homeless people there. Things happen. But you take yourself off the dating market. They're still out here. <laughs> yes, have the respect. You know, I'm like, you know what? I need to get my shit together. I'm not really going to be on Hinge or whatever the fuck right now. Like, <laughs> let me get. They are out here just straight up like I'm a catch. Like, I don't I get it. The confidence no. is crazy. The second one ghosted me. And I was like, OK, like this is what? when you write him a short thank you letter. <laughs> <laughs> don't even thank take that to heart. He did you a favor. You're welcome for the hospitality. No, but it was with both of them. It wasn't that they were homeless. It was that they they clearly had enough money to like be doing these stupid pastimes, like mm. starting a protein bar startup and doing a podcast. So I was like, if you can be doing that, like, couldn't you just get a job that's normal and pay your bill? Like, I don't. Yeah, but starting a startup is different than having a startup. You can say exactly. anything. I can be starting a startup right now. I don't know what that means. That means nothing. Yeah, I had that's... an idea this morning. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> so now you're starting a startup. Exactly. He he has nothing. 
So that was a uh, good times. But one of my friends was like, Devin, this is like a really bad pattern that's starting. Like yeah. you need to ask ask people first off, like, do you have a place where you reside at night? And also um, what you what are you look what is going on in your life that you're attracting losers? I always feel like I attract losers I know. when I'm yeah. doing bad, poorly and in life, self-esteem, whatever, and then they just roll up like, ah, an opening. They know. They can smell <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. They know. They can smell it. So, they can smell yeah, it. And that's when, as a woman, you take yourself off the market. Like, let me raise myself up so that I attract people on my level, you know? Yeah. I'm curious, Janelle, with, like, your status as, like, a successful comedian and comedy <laughs> writer and as... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Go on. Go on. <laughs> How has that affected your dating life? Because I'm assuming that you might date people in comedy once in a while. And we Ew. talk a, a lot of comedians <laughs> about that. Like, what is that? Gross. Yeah. Uh, I've done that once. And that was good enough. I, and I knew it going in. But sometimes you just got to do shit. You know what I mean? You knew. Yeah, everybody knows you don't date comedians, female and male. You know what I mean? And you, yeah. you, you just, I'm just like, hey, got to do it because that's what kind of personality I am. But um, even b- before uh, comedy and all of that, I am just a person. I my problem is always men trying to compete with me, right? Or even though I'm not trying to compete with them, or thinking, oh yeah, or them thinking that they're uh, competing with me, or uh, let me, what am I trying to say? them thinking that I'm trying to compete with them, which I'm not. I'm not even thinking right. that. You know what I mean? But they <laughs> yeah. go into this whole defensive mode. Or, uh, you know, I'm not somebody that uh, does the whole <laughs> female thing. You know what I mean? Right. I, <laughs> yeah. No, like, I can. Yeah. I used to. I remember when maybe that was about five, six years ago where I decided I'm not doing that anymore. I really was like, I'm not giggling at men's jokes that hurt my feelings or aren't right yeah or i'm not fucking encouraging their bullshit anymore and so once you cut that off you really the pool really lessens but it's all good you're not wasting your time anymore you know what i mean yeah so i really come across that where people are saying you know these dudes are that's just saying little shit to get a rise out of you and i'm like you're done (laughs) you know what i mean so i don't really um yeah waste my time anymore and or even um i mean i already have kids i've had long relationships i'm a relationship person even though yeah. it doesn't sound like that. When I'm doing the podcast, I'm like, God, it sounds like I fucked everyone. But I have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel the same way because we have like a love podcast. I'm like, it sounds yeah. like I've had like a bunch. I'm like, but I a lot of my count. red flags come yeah. from the same person. I've realized, you know, what oh, I, mean? okay. I even talk yeah. about different people. But I have dated all types is what I, I'd say. Ages, types. Like I'm very mm-hmm. much like I don't date not or did not that I don't, but I just haven't dating the same type of person. I like like. A new experience. That's what I date for. Right. So right. I, and I think, too, I always tell people, get married, have kids. Early is, I think, is the best. If it works out, great. And then if it don't, now you're released from that. Right. That right. tension. So I'm yeah. out here. I don't want nothing. And men don't know how to deal with that. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I don't want nothing. Yeah. You're <laughs> so, not so waiting they, for anything yeah. or any, like, pop question. Exactly. or Yeah. <laughs> and that freaks them out. You know what I mean? Because... <laughs> They want to be needed or whatever. Right. Then, yeah. But then they really don't. They only want to be needed so they can resent you for needing them. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just such a fucked up. And uh, they have paradigm. like, they lose their power balance. So yeah, the exactly. balance of power is all off because they're used it's like to a rich that man. expectation. It's like how guys who aren't rich are always talking about gold diggers. It's like truly rich men don't care about that. 
Right. That you, right. They, that's, they love it. They love uh, showering a woman with things. You over here, right. $30,000 a year ass motherfucker. Ain't nobody gold digging you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but then, then, and then those are the same people that will meet someone like me who doesn't really need their $30,000 a year. And it freaks right. them out. Why aren't you trying to gold dig me? Because you have nothing. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, so that was a long convoluted. Uh, <laughs> no, it's so true. I was like nodding, 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 nodding. Yeah. The only thing it does is uh, my attitude does is cut out a lot of bullshit. And I love it. Like, I'm not. I identify with you in the sense that I was just texting with a friend yesterday about how, like, I don't have time anymore to make sure a guy feels good about himself. Yep. Does oh, that God. make sense? They like will, They <laughs> <laughs> and that's a deal breaker for that's a lot of guys. Them. Yeah, exactly. They're like, okay, this is a part of having a girlfriend. That, but a lot of them, that's what they want. They want a mommy and a oh my god, you're a so cheerleader. Great. And I and here's the thing, I am that person, and I don't mind it if right. you're worthy. Yeah. <laughs> and also, worthy. like, I need just like my and I've had problems with my self esteem when I was younger, where I counted mm-hmm. on a guy and what he said yes. to me, and I needed that a lot. Right. I don't expect that from a guy anymore. Oh, and that's I know a lovely place to be. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. But yeah. also, like, I, a guy shouldn't expect that from me. Like, I'm very much in that belief. Yeah. Like, I can't make yeah. you feel good about yourself because you can't make yeah. like that's just not where it comes from. And they would never admit that that's what they want. Right. Right. It, it, I mean, we're all it's so fucked up because a, a lot of our um, ingrained behavior is just society and shit. And it just hasn't caught up with how things are. But I mean, I so, for instance, what's happening now with the pandemic where a lot of people have lost their jobs and then you right. dig a little deeper and you find out it's all women. Yeah. You know what I mean? All so women. we're being tossed back and that, in the, and that enables men to continue to act like they are because now we need them again. You know what yep. I mean? And so my whole life's purpose is never to need a, mo- a motherfucker ever again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I feel like that gets, gets you to true intimacy where you're both there because you want to be. Yes. Yeah. I yes. mean, capitalism... Yeah. is built Not on oppressing women yeah yes, and it's exactly. like it that's what's been happening for generations and i have i have seen a trajectory in a relationship when i was really young where i started out in the relationship i was a pa like production assistant i didn't have like i didn't even know what i wanted to do i was very like um just young and figuring things out and then mm-hmm. as i started to be like i think i want to be a writer like i think i'm getting into this i like got promoted at work i started mm-hmm. like getting more confident slowly this person was less and less like attracted to me yeah and more and more bothered by me and like suddenly was like needing things from me all the time and I wasn't smiling enough and I didn't like come home excited enough to see him and I was like well I'm tired now because I work really hard and I (laughs) don't have time to like come home and prepare like whatever the fuck you need how about you give me Um, a a chef or a a blue apron how about that and we both eat (laughs) <laughs> how about we solve um, this very solvable problem right now without you being a fucking whiny baby yes but, um, I always say yeah. the more successful I get in comedy the less male comedians talk to me and it's been lovely <laughs> now, no, that's no so has, true no one has no one has quote unquote advice and, right and yes their little oh. digs their little like oh you uh, they're they're really looking for women now that's probably oh. why you're getting stuff yeah. and all of that shit the more no. I rise the less that shit happens, and it's been amazing. I love it. Oh, so that, eat my dust, motherfuckers. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Exactly. 
no that is so enraging i hate that that has like people yeah people say that um eat my motherfucking dust it's your time oh my god it's your time because people are really looking for female writers and what and i get it twofold because it's like oh people are looking for women and not and they're looking for black women i have a black two black women got a show on two networks it's a deluge you're everywhere you know (laughs) it's a deluge (laughs) meanwhile everywhere i turn is black people (laughs) (laughs) have you seen that there's also like six new shows about a white stand-up comic of course they have because it's not them personally yeah until it's them personally it's 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 uh we're being handed things so oh god fuck them all so enraging yeah what do you guys think are red flags that you present to people oh boy oh (laughs) (laughs) i am moody as fuck like i am moody i need my alone time and people can read that as i don't like them you know right and so uh and i yeah and back to the top i'm moody i am very much hot and cold sometimes where i'm just like all over you and in the next minute i'm like please disappear you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) there's nothing i want more than to see no faces right now exactly like don't ask me how i am which is an awful thing to say to somebody that cares about you you know what i mean like don't even ask me just go (laughs) let me be in my mood and then i'll come chat with you but right now while i'm in my mood i don't want to talk about it you know so that can be hard because men are fixers they're like, what's yeah. wrong with you? Let me fix it. And and sometimes you don't want to be fixed. So that's, yeah, I'm definitely a red flag in that way. I feel yeah. like I do this thing that I hate when other guys do. Like, I hate when a guy, like, likes when I'm jealous at all. Like, I can tell that mm. he, like, likes me feeling possessive and jealous, mainly because I do get jealous really easily. So I hate mm. that. And I don't, I don't, like, when I was younger and, like, drunk all the time, like, I loved, like, flirting with people in front of partners because I love, like, I got high off of it. And I definitely don't do that anymore. And I think that's, like, really rude. But when I can tell a guy gets jealous, like, I still can't help it. I still like that. Mm. Yeah. I mean. I'm a human being. <laughs> well, like a little flirty, flirty competition. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a big. What, what sign are you, Caroline? I'm a Taurus. Oh, okay. I'm a Libra and I'm. Told oh, that, okay. that we're flirty. I, yes, I don't you think are I've ever flirty. Yeah, I don't think I've ever flirted in front of a partner, but let me loose by myself. I'm out here. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's definitely one of the things I miss most about uh, the outside is, right. is flirting, being at a bar. And I'm I, and I do like old school flirting. Like I am at the bar, shoulder work, <gasps> giggle work. Like I love yeah. all of that shit, which is always a surprise to people who know that I'm kind of like, I have very male energy in other ways. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then right, I turn into right, this right. like Betty Boop type person when I'm flirting. <laughs> I love that. But I love it. I love flirting. That keeps your fucking engine running and your, your pussy wet, you know? Yeah. Excuse me. I yeah. didn't know if this is a G-rated podcast. My bad. We're going to no, have no, to. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's true. Like I, I was listening to your um episode of your podcast about Unfaithful because I just rewatched uh, that movie. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. just for some excitement in the pandemic. Uh, Hell yeah! I've actually, I've been watching. I'm feeling a lot like of- I should be getting some like endorsements from these goddamn movie um <laughs> places now because everyone says they're watching these movies because of the podcast. Now I'm like, I yes. need to figure out how to get some money off of this. But anyway, I know. No, I I was thinking too, when I was listening to your podcast, like that is the best type of movie to watch in the pandemic because they're Mm. all just like sex and action and like 
crazy emotions and I'm like yes. in my snuggie on the couch <laughs> watching yes. it like with food on my stomach. But yeah, like she you were saying on the podcast, like if you're married for a long time, like it's totally fine to like go out and flirt with someone and then come home to your husband. But yeah. obviously in the movie, she took it to like a too far. Insane degree. Exactly. Well, no, I, I don't think I said it yeah. was OK to flirt with other people. I said I think the, the guest Sydney were saying in her in their mind she was having fantasies yeah. in her mind and the guest was saying i don't like my partner to have fantasies and my whole thing was yes that's a, not whether it was it's correct or not but you can't control somebody's thoughts you know? right you can't be like don't ever think about it it's yeah. just not and then uh, sure and then the person will lie to you and say of course i don't but you can't really and right that, that seems like a stupid thing to get mad about is really what i was saying especially if you've been married for 50 freaking years or whatever like Right, because right. yeah. Richard Gere was like weirded out by it, and like yeah, kind of like he not on the on the porno site tonight when she took yeah. him, what's I'm gonna call it in bed. Like get out of here, stop lying. <laughs> I know, but it is so funny. You were saying you guys were saying about um like the end of the movie when Richard Gere is like I feel kind of guilty. Like they they've driven away from they're like trying to escape what yeah. happened, which is like he killed her lover and. He's like, I'm feeling kind of guilty. And Diane Lane is like, it's fine. Like, we'll just like, take it. We'll just do it one day at a time. And it's, it's, like, it's yes. okay. It's not, okay. It's not going to be a big okay. deal. You caused this. You ruined our lives, Diane Lane. It's a Lane. total wasp move. Like, they yes. wasp very, like, brush it away. It's fine. It's I a thing that people. happened. Yeah. You already forgive me. Like, what does it matter? I don't know if I told you, but he was a foreigner. Yeah. You killed a foreigner, okay? So it doesn't really matter. He no one's looking for him. He was probably an immigrant. He was probably yeah, exactly. undocumented. Exactly. I don't know. He. I don't know if you noticed, but he was swarthy. Yeah. That wasn't a tan. You know. She's like, That's Frank Drake. I had my fun, and now let's go yeah. to the in the Hamptons. And okay. It's fine. Let's go up to the to the to the beach house. Do a summer. <laughs> That's exactly the vibe. <laughs> I don't know if they're that's how they say a, it. But. They're still, to this day, they're doing a summer somewhere. Exactly. They're sitting on two rockers on the coast, Cape Cod, <laughs> holding hands. With a shawl. Blankets on their, on, on their, on their laps. You yes. Know? They're, they're like, remember that? So, remember that? <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> we still have the snow globe and it's, it's still got the blood on it. Okay. Janelle, um, you give such great advice on your podcast, <laughs> yes. and we were wondering if you would offer some advice to our listeners who have written in. Sure. Okay. We have two listeners writing in about being friends with a past or potential romantic partner. One writes, I've been crushing on this guy for about four years. I've always been the chaser. We've been talking as friends over these years. He replies to my thirst traps, but about mundane about mundane thing. Oh, sorry. He replies to my thirst traps, but about mundane topics just to create a conversation. Recently, I unfollowed him and removed him from my followers. Almost instantly, he requested to follow me again and tries to keep our friendship, quote unquote, up. Mm. Guys, I need your advice. What do you think? What should I do? I mean, have you, have you had a conversation with this person? That's what I was saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And he and he's like, whoa, we're friends. What's going on? He might be trying to respect you. If you if you haven't had a conversation, he might be trying to be disrespectful of you and, and your friendship if you're sending a thirst trap. And then he's like, I don't know what's happening. Let me just, hey, what's that painting behind yes. you? Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, so, I, mean, I have to be really direct sometimes. 
Yeah, sometimes but, that blows up a friendship. Not and that's sometimes fine. with men, all the time. You got to tell yeah. them straight up. Like, no, with men, you always have to be straight. And then you have to decide whether the friendship is uh, worth it or, you know, to uh, make it weird. It's going to be weird. What if you don't want you? That's yeah. fine. Right. Whatever. Male friends aren't that great anyway. What are you losing, really? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. What I are mean, you, you know, we romanticize male friendships, but you don't really go to them with the real problems. You yeah, know what I mean? that's so yeah. true. Sleep that's with so true. And the alternative is now you're in this weird limbo where you're just like so horny around this friend all the time. Then just tell him, and then if he doesn't want it, cut him off. You, you're I know not missing it's anything. not worth it. Yeah, but I've had two friendships with men that turned into like dating, and both times, um, when actually one time the the guy was like, "Well, our friendship, like we, I wanted to respect our friendship." I was like the friendship isn't that like good to me. <laughs> like I don't uh, really care about the friendship that much. I'll be direct. fine without it. Like I don't text you when I have a problem at night. Right. So it's totally fine actually. But yeah, I agree that men don't get it at all. Men are stumb and you have to be like, <laughs> I like you. Do you want right. to meet up tonight? Now um, I will say I've been friends with a guy for 10 years and we had uh pre-pandemic uh conversation about like being together and i was very much like no i want to stay friends and so and we're still friends so it's, it's it worked that way because he is a good friend though it's like he's I'm, right. he's such an anomaly i'm like dude you're my male friend that i have a slept with that is actually my friend like i don't want to yeah. fuck it up you know what i mean yeah. and it's not we're not gonna sleep together and everything still be the same it's gonna right it's gonna fuck up everything you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> you know too much about me first of all you know yeah. what i mean like it's just this isn't like dating where you come into a stranger. You know everything about right. me. This isn't going to just be some casual thing. And I don't know if I want to have a serious thing because then a serious thing, when it ends, we're not friends anymore. Right. You know? So that's very uh, anyway, the advice is just that talk to him. I don't I think like I don't think she has. She's trying to do the thirst trap uh, capture. And that's not. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not that's fully not trapping. Oh, my God. What pain when you send your whole titty and they're like, hey, what's that uh, lotion you're using? Like they, had, they totally. <laughs> I sent a nude once and the guy just emphasized it. Like, how wow. You- <laughs> and I was like, wait, what does this wow. mean? I would mail a bag of shit to his house. Are you serious? <laughs> Janelle, thank you so much for your advice for our listeners and for me and for Carolina because I got so much out of talking hey, to you today. I always today. say I give really good advice that I don't listen to myself. So don't I know me. it's so hard to like apply it in your own. We can life. all advise each other, but <laughs> <laughs> I know I always like repeat stuff my therapist says to friends, and then I'm like, not yeah. that I've ever tried it, but um, <laughs> I'm sure it works. Um, no, but it was such a pleasure to have you. And do you want to plug anything? Your podcast? Yeah, mostly my podcast, which is You In Danger Girl, G-U-R-L. You can hear it on all the places that you can hear podcasts. We just got named uh, Top Comedy Podcast for 2020 on Mm -hmm. Spotify, which is amazing because we just started in October of last year. So it's a lot of work. And as you guys know, to do a podcast and- I'm 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 happy and so the only thing that uh keeps me going is people listening to it. So yeah, check it out. It's so good, guys. You have to listen. I love it. <laughs> and it has gotten me to rewatch movies like Unfaithful and Fear. You inside anyway. Come on now. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Janelle, thank you so much. And we'll be right back with more true romance. Thank you. I want true romance.
Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Welcome back to True Romance. That was Janelle James. Icon. Truly an icon of comedy. While listening to her, I just thought, how cool would it be to be this relaxed and this funny? Like, she was just kicked back being literally one of the funniest people ever. And I, was like, I know, just you, spewing. This is just your state of being. Being as funny as Janelle James must be, like, you just, it's like one of those things where if you're meant to be, like, an Olympic gymnast, then people can tell when you're, like, five years old. Like, I wonder if at five years old, everyone was like, you're the funniest person I've ever met. And here yeah. she is. Um, We're truly lucky she graced the True Romance pod. On the subject of red flags. Yeah. What was the red flag? What was your red flag when you met me? <laughs> Interesting that you went with singular instead of plural. You get one. 
there wasn't really a red flag right away, let's say. At first, I thought you were really nice, really cool. Mm-hmm. Pretty quickly, this is actually really funny because I feel like it's nothing like you now that I know you, but pretty quickly you were like talking about this vegan this book about like veganism and how like it was like food ink or something this book and you were like everyone has to read this and like it's so good and then like the following week you were eating bacon and i was like so i don't know about like the wherewithal here but um this is so crazy that you remember this the book is called (laughs) eating animals by jonathan oh yeah i was like one of the like million like hipster girls who read it being like oh my god this is really bad guys oh and then posted on my facebook that i was going to be vegan and then a week late and my friend emma brennan friend of the pod was like you are so fucking black and white like here it goes again like all or nothing i could have just been like oh i'm gonna be more mindful about what i eat instead i was like anyone who eats anything having to do with animals is a bad person i'm a good person and then a week later, I was like, okay, I'm going to try to block that book out of my head so I can go on as a normal. Well, it was at a time in our lives where we mostly hung out in diners in New York City. So I honestly was like, good luck to you asking these Greek men who run this diner for the past like 50 years in New York for a side of like vegan butter or something. It was um, also really funny because one of the first times I hung out with our friend Holly, friend of the pod, all she remembers is that I ordered a huge plate of sausage. Like, casually. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was um, that's a red flag. Yeah. That was a red flag. And also Jonathan Saffron four went on to have a bizarre emotional affair with Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portman. So weird. We should so, read yeah. those emails on an episode. I will say that for my um, red flag for Devin, and it really comes from my own probably internalized sexism, was that Devin truly dressed when I met her like a motivational dancer at a bar mitzvah, but like in mid like show, like she was like, had just come from a bar mitzvah. And that's what, when I say that, I mean, like, I went to a lot of bar mitzvahs as kids, and there were always these dancers who were, like, there to sort of pump up the party. And the girls were always, like, beautiful, and they were dressed, like, spandex pants, like, bellies always showing, like, do you you still have a belly button piercing? I never had one. Oh, okay. It doesn't make sense that I didn't. It doesn't make sense that you didn't, but you were, like, belly out always, like, tits out always. And to the extent that when I met Devin, I thought, like, we won't be friends. Like, we're not similar enough to be friends. But, like, I know someone who will be friends with her. And I introduced her <laughs> to this, like, crazy, oh, yeah, that girl. rich girl. I was like, here is who your friend should be. And it was, like, a girl who had, like, fake eyelashes, like, spray tan, like, lived in, like, this really fancy apartment building and had, like, like a huge, like, like what looked like a wig but was probably just, like, a bunch of extensions and was just like, hi, nice to meet you to Devin. was <laughs> just like, I can't, that's the best description I can give. I was like so attracted to her as a person. And I, I, this is something I really struggle with. Like, I think Erica Jane is like truly the most beautiful, beautiful. Like, person I've ever seen. And like on this season of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, a lot of people are saying it's like the worst style of the housewives. And I'm like, oh, mm, but it's ev- Almost every outfit I would be signing up for almost immediately. So, yeah, that's tough. That was, I feel like things have toned down. That was when I was. Things have toned down so much, Devin. I was trying to explain to my mom why I was so shocked that you had never seen Aaron Brockovich. And I was telling her that you 
had the dress that Julia Roberts wears in Pretty Woman when she's... I did, yeah. I had something like that. it wasn't, like, it wasn't a costume, and it was never worn ironically. Like, you wore that, like, as a going out outfit. (laughs) I know. I used to shop at this place, like, Mystique Boutique on Canal Street, that now I'm, like, I guess I just, like, didn't take bedbugs into consideration that that is, like, where I frequented. And when I was, like, 20 years... I guess 20 years old... I also frequently would buy like backless dresses and I would like turn them around and wear them forward so that they would be like low cut down to my belly button. That was like a style tip I had. And so when I was like 20, I started like I had like an internship, like I entered the professional world. I was fired from being a waitress, but I entered the professional world of internships and I had to like buy all new clothes and I had to sell all my clothes. I was like, I guess I'll just get rid of it all. It's all like rave outfits and mystique boutique like knockoffs of like kardashian outfits from like the early season so i had to sell it all and when i took it to beacon's closet they were like you really think like the hipster fucking clientele here is gonna wear a backless chiffon teal dress that has a body ton skirt and rhinestone buttons and i was like if they're smart, they were like, did you just get out of rehab? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You're like, Richard Gere came to town and I'm going shopping. It was not great. I also routinely wore a white sequins blazer. And I specifically remember once, like, my white sequins blazer, like, probably burned like it to ashes because it was so cheap. It just fell apart one day. And I specifically remember thinking... Oh, I guess I have to get another white sequins blazer. As if that's like a staple. I was like, oh, my one is done. I guess I'll get the next one that I'll wear for the rest of my life since this is such a normal thing to wear. (laughs) Classic. Anyway. Devin. Love you, Carol. Thanks for looking past my red flags. Thank you for looking past mine. We'll see you next time on True Romance. Bye. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.